As you walk in, this area is is pretty simple, actually. So there aren't a lot of decorations to it. Otari's Venom seems very practical. And everywhere you just see the only thing that's really notable about the room is that it's everything is black. Right? It's black floors, black rugs, black tables, and all of it has green trim running along the sides. So you have a big rug that you're walking on that then has on the edges of it green trim. The tables are black. You can see that a lot of the the help desk actually has iron bars in front of it. And the there's just like green accents on the bottom part of the iron bars. It's very subtle. But it's just it's it's very weird. Right? There aren't a lot of black rooms mm -hmm. anywhere, right? And that's for mm -hmm. good reason because it it's just got like a weird vibe to it. Yeah. Um and there is a guard that is behind on the other side of the what looks to be the like the main desk. Um and he looks to you and he says, Hello, how can I help you? Uh, hello there. I wish to uh, report some details of the investigation. Miss Audrey has uh, assigned our group looking into the happenings of this evening at the conclusion of the festival. Sorry, uh, and you are? Uh, I'm Sir Lysandro Aloysius Nuremlock. I was one of the final competitors who helped to slay the beast that appeared. He he checks a list. Says, ah. Um, and he gets on a he gets on a phone. And he looks to press a couple of buttons. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Go, go see the captain, and he presses a button, you hear a <clears throat> and a door to your right opens. Oh, very good. Thank you, my good sir. I tip my hat to him and proceed through the door. Alright. As you go through the door, then you look to be in what's more of a traditional jail now. So, just the just the entrance hall is black after you get into the actual functional spaces. Then again, having black rooms is like terrible for like productivity and stuff. So mm -hmm. they, <laughs> as soon as it gets into their parts and not the general. Frontward facing. Yeah. Then, then they're going to be more. Lean is not the word. They're, they're going to gear it more toward, again, function over fashion. So you're heading through. You um, walk by a couple of what look to be holding cells. There's a drunk guy in there. And he goes, oh! Cheers! And he holds up a drink that he doesn't have. Um, and a good classic. evening to yourself as well. And just keep walking. 
and yeah, the, the cells themselves are pretty open tonight. It looks like a lot of people didn't actually probably stop drinking around the time that the the monster came. So you go and you you make it into the office. It's pretty pretty easy to find. It's like one hallway, and there's another open door. I'll just sort of knock on the side before stepping in. Yeah. All right. To, to announce myself. Yeah, as you go in, then the the same armor that you saw before is now sitting at the table. You see a little bit better. So he has that more ornate armor. He also has a deep green half cape on the back that goes to about the small of his back. And he now has his helmet off, which he had his helmet on before, so you can really see his face. And this is an elf with long, shaggy, kind of unkempt black hair um, that falls about to his shoulders. And he has, like, really green eyes. You're not sure if the eyes themselves are that green or if it's the, the green tinges in the in the Venom armor that are bringing them out. But they're like, mm -hmm. like very, very green. Um, he has a very strong chiseled features. He has a long-ish chin, um, high cheekbones, um, bushy, pretty bushy eyebrows. And he looks to me and says, ah, what news? Both groups were able to find some information on uh, the poor fellow who seemed to turn into this beast. Uh, Mr. Evandro Vasta is a, known to be a bit of a loner from the town here. Worked odd jobs. He was employed at the, <clears throat> the Merchant's Rest Inn about a year ago before being fired. Had worked at the Green Harvest in before that, before also being fired. Not really known to associate with any. Uh, the proprietor of the Merchant's Rest did have the name of his partner, though. It appears we're now looking for a Mr. Ray Rafe Laudron, uh, half-elf, uh, sorry, a uh, halfling who could only be described as very well-dressed, otherwise spent very little time uh, in the inn, only long enough to register for the competition. His name was Rafe, you say? Yes. Is it one you're familiar with? He takes a note. Rafe Laudron? Never, never heard it. He is not, not anyone I've seen in the town. Unfortunate. You said you said it was a Vondro, though? Yes. Poor guy. Can't catch a break. He uh, may have been going by a different name. Is there anyone who matches that description? 
that you can think of? A, a half elf with a, a halfling with nice clothes. Yeah, uh, rather scarce details to go on. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, sure. There's there's plenty of people like that in this town. Mm. But that's the unfortunate part. Anything else? Sure. Were there any that uh, you seem familiar with, Mr. Boster? Were there any he was known to associate with? Most we spoke to had little to do with him. Well, he's certainly spent a lot of time with us. Oh, dear. Yeah. He's nice guy. Not a lot of money down in his luck. never been particularly good at anything and I guess that caught up to him he he has frequented these cells just the holding cells not not a bad guy by any means but just unfortunate circumstances yeah do you have any family within the city who should be informed not that I know of, I, I really think he just might have been been alone. I'm pretty sure that he even lived on the outskirts of town. You said he's been in these cells before. Do you keep logs of your visitors? Visitors? I like that. Sure, of course. We always need to keep records of everyone that comes in here. But... Uh-huh. Unfortunately, some of the people that we just hold in the cells, we don't see them that often. They don't do anything violent. We usually don't track it that much. Let's see. Just just a lot of paperwork. You said the outskirts of town for uh, Mr. Vasta's residence. Yes? Do you think you could point us, or familiar enough with it to point us in the direction? We may be able to find some leads there tomorrow. I I think you may need to go to public records for that. I'm uh, I don't know exactly where he lives. I've never never been to his house. Uh not unexpected. Very well thank you. We'll have to check in we'll be probably going to town hall tomorrow anyways to update on Audrey. Did you know of anywhere he still hang out where he might have met a partner for the competition? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I guess he's not going to roll from this because I dropped the die. Hold on. <laughs> nothing, nothing that I would know of. We just, when we catch him pickpocketing, we bring him in here. When he's a little drunk, we let him sleep it off, but I haven't really seen him that much day to day, to be honest. Well, I think we've taken enough of your time. I believe we're all tired from the events of the day. Uh, thank you for the information, and we'll be sure to update you with anything else that we find. All right, keep keep me in the loop. Unfortunately, I feel like it's in our best interest to keep most of our guard here for now. But if there's if there's anything you find and any muscle you may need, let me know. 
Uh, very well. And uh, in case we need to uh, get a hold of you, I'm sorry. Your name was Captain. I am Antoine. Captain Antoine. Pleasure to meet you. All right. Best of luck on the rest of your search. Good luck to you as well. Uh, I guess head outside again. Yeah. Smooth talking, lizard. <laughs> uh, when one has to deal with bureaucracies, it's you get used to working through as quickly as possible. It it looked like he pretty much got home or got back to his office and kept working when he was there and he just was you're not exactly sure what he was working on but you assume it was probably something related to the events today um and he's probably more concerned about the monster than the than the guy yeah right so he's he's looking probably a little higher than you are, which is why you guys were hired to do this in the first place as opposed to them. Right, right. Uh, so I believe it's best we retire for the evening. We want to meet up again at the Green Harvest before heading over to Town Hall together. So we all meet there tomorrow morning. No, Guido will go now. Now, I, I don't Unlikely believe the... It's... Town Hall will be open this late. It must be getting close to 9 o'clock already. Guido needs to... wait. Yes. Yes, most likely. You're next to Town Hall. Make a perception check. 18. Do I notice it's wide open? (laughs) (laughs) Another coincidence. Most everything is shut down. At this point, it is... It is nighttime, right? It's probably 10, 10.30. You... What was you, that? You cut out a little bit. It's... It's not. It's like well into nighttime now. Yep. Right, it's, it's dark. It's probably 10 or 10.30. And as you look around, you probably... You can notice, Guido, that there is a light on in the building. The rest of it is dark, but it looks like there might be an office up back. Where the lights are still on. Yeah, Guido will wait till tomorrow morning. Okay. So you're all going to your respective places? Yep. Yes. Uh, is there more than one entrance to the town hall? You assume? Okay. I'm... Gonna stake out the front door for a little bit and see if anybody comes in or out. Since there's presumably somebody inside. Okay. Um, what's everyone else doing? I am returning to the inn, uh, the merchant's rest. Okay. Yeah, Guido needs to get his spell slots back. Alright, Guido, are are you heading home? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, if Labyrinth, do you want backup? Uh, 
Sure, if you'd like. I, I can't imagine it'll be too exciting, but I'm just curious who's in the town hall this late at night. And I take up a post uh, behind a tree or something else that might be an okay cover, like across the road or whatever. From the are you office. are you going to hide or are you going to be discreet? Discreet. Okay. Um, all right, so, Lysner, you go home and you you head into bed. Is there anything that you're going to do before you go to bed? Uh, just stop by the tavern for whatever's left for dinner since haven't had anything, but after that, yeah, just head to bed. Great. Uh, mark up five silver for that night's stay. Yeah. Um, I believe it was two for the two of you, but you aren't actually staying there yet. Did you pay in advance? I think you did. I think we paid him for a couple nights and said we would continue as we went. Yeah, because this yeah, would that, that be your right. second night, I believe. Yeah. So we okay. probably paid for the second night already, but like beyond this. Okay. Um... We'll double check. It was two silver. It's like not a lot, but. Mm. Mm. And then Guido lives here, so doesn't have to pay money. You you are going home, right? Guido. Yeah, I'm home. Okay. Great. Is there anything you would like to do before going to bed? Eh, just gonna, you know, oil up my joints and <laughs> polish my circuit. I'm going to make sure that my bee is well tended for tonight. Feed and continue to nurse back my wonderful manslaughter hornet. Make make an animal handling check. Seven. Um, and you know what? You wore me down. Let's, let's call it a murder hornet. It's fine. <laughs> they're they're like officially out of the news, so I figured they've got to be kosher for this game. It's a little immersion breaking, but like yeah. people will deal with it. Um, <laughs> it's it's less immersion breaking than manslaughter hornet, though. So <laughs> manslaughter bee, come on. Yeah, yeah. manslaughter bee. It's a manslaughter wasp, I believe. Yeah, manslaughter wasp. Damn it! Damn it! Reckless endangerment bee. <laughs> yeah, this thing's not a. I'm not looking for honey from this thing. I'm looking for murder. So, Walk <laughs> kind of gets that point across a little bit better anyway. Good point. Um, the bee is stable. Like, it's fine. Um, still doesn't look like she can fly yet. But she's in decent shape. But that's good enough. But that doesn't look doesn't look super great yet because, because I rolled the seven. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you're, you're I not, understand. You're not entirely sure how to care for this creature yet. Sounds good. Was it still inside of you, like inside your chest cavity today? Yep. You haven't so established that yet. Oh. Never mind. He was just in an animal cracker box around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, so it took a dip in the water with you. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, are you gonna put it into your torso cavity? Is it a chest or is it like a stomach cavity? Like I pictured it being like um. Oh my god! I pictured it being the chest. Okay. Yeah, I don't want like a belly button hornet. I oh, I pictured like um. 
Like, uh, who's the guy from Futurama? Is it Bender? 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 Yeah, I was yeah. just going with the hatch on his stomach. Is it yeah. his chest, though? Sure, yeah. Okay. More like a... I'm not, I'm not cool enough for a Bender-style door. Um, is it right where your heart would be? Ooh. It's on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> plot twist. So, no. Yeah, plot twist. The character that Guido is is actually the murder hornet and not the robot. Just <laughs> <laughs> controlling me with little levers inside. Yeah. He's a bee and he's got little little bee hands. Okay, progressing with the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Back up the stakeout. Can I have both of you make stealth checks? Or make deception checks for me instead. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, that's those are fine. There's there's other people in the square as you're moving around, so it's not not a huge deal. And yeah, you were able to do do that. How long are you planning on staying here, Cirilla? Sorry, Blavering. I was planning on hanging out. I mean, un- until somebody came out of the town hall, realistically, if there's a person in there. But uh, I probably wouldn't stay later than, like, midnight or so. So, Then what? At least, than, like, midnight, so maybe an hour or two-ish, depending on uh, if somebody shows. All right. Totally just stalking the janitor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Honestly, I don't know. Guido um, piqued my interest when he looked. Yeah, go go ahead and make a perception check. You can either have both of you roll, or Cirilla can aid you. I will aid him. Mm-hmm. All right, so the perception with advantage. Uh, with Cirilla's aid, is a sixteen. All right, so you uh, wait there for about. Half an hour goes by, not a lot of activity. The light in that room that you saw begins dims a little bit. The, another half hour, um, it looks like the candle may have burned down, but they lit a new one so the, the light gets brighter. And another half hour, it's midnight and nobody's coming around. Hmm. Uh... Oh, but I did, I did see the candle like flicker and be relit. Yeah. So I can presume there is indeed somebody inside. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, I get up and stretch a bit and just kind of walk around and uh, I turn to Cirilla. I mean, we've been probably mostly quiet this whole time because there's not a lot to talk about. It's been a long day. But um, at this point, I just turn to her and say, like, well... Doesn't seem like anybody's uh, coming out anytime soon. Probably just call it. it. Might just be a janitor anyway, or somebody's sweeping up. You know. Yeah, I imagine someone in town hall's got to write a lot of paperwork for what happens today. Yeah, good point. Uh, we can investigate tomorrow and see if we can find any info in the morning, and we will head back to uh, our tavern. All right. Green harvest. Green harvest. Yeah. So, 
working off the assumption that you've already paid, then you guys don't need to do anything else. You're just going to bed? Yeah. Great. Cool. So everybody completes their long rest, gets their HP and their spell slots. Nobody used hit die. Woo! Huzzah! And... Oh, okay, we're fine. Spell slots for spells that I don't know I have. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and it is the next morning. And you all were going to meet up in the central market? Yes. Alright, so the... And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Sure, if we do so. The three... Cirilla, Valaverin, and Guido, you all head into the town, I imagine, after having... Well, not Guido, but the other two of you, you had a breakfast, decent breakfast. Everything in the town in general is going on as normal. Uh, Lysander, as you go, then you can... As you come downstairs in the morning, you notice that Team Voluptuousness is eating breakfast. They look like they're about two-thirds of the way done. You can sit with them, or you can do your own thing. Uh, I'll sit on my own for now, just sort of spe- uh, do what I usually do at meals, spend the time going through my notebook, just clarifying some notes and thoughts, organizing them. Okay. As also you come like down... apologize to... Uh, what was his name? Mr. Aloran for the behavior of my companions the past day. Yeah. He... He looks to you and he says, "Oh, it's no problem. Just don't don't bring that thing in again." No, he, he <laughs> seems uh, quite <laughs> unaware of social norms, the niceties of polite society. <sighs> Some people have no class. Guido mutters, "Guido is a people," and. Yeah, as you come down, the Team Voluptuousness gives you... Um, sorry, Nakono and Hatsa. Um, just, like, give you, like, a nod and just, like, yep. some acknowledgement. Tip of the hat. And, yeah, they... They just kind of head over... Kind of separate of you, and you guys just kind of wander there. Yep. Separately. And you are all together in this square. How did everyone sleep? Quite soundly after all the excitement of yesterday. Yes, us as well. We all set to head over to Town Hall then? Let's head on in. Yeah, let's go. Right. Alright, um, you head into Town Hall and you see, as you're walking around, are you going to do anything, or are you just going to go to Audrey's office? I guess, uh, yeah. I go to Audrey's office, because update her on what we found. Yeah. Outside of... The point is towards the Hall of Records. Yeah. Outside of that, it's a pretty normal town hall. It's just got, like, interior stuff, some history of the town, some interesting things, some artifacts, some trophies from various things. It's not really... And a gaping portal to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's... in ancient dragon just sitting in the side. But other than that, it's totally normal. Uh, yeah. um, Casual. And, like, the dragon isn't doing anything. He just looks like he's filing some paperwork, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Same mold. <laughs> yeah. 
has a coffee mug that says, I hate Mondays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so you, you head in and you see a much more... Uh, sorry, you're outside her office. I go. Door's closed. Uh, give it a knock, then wait for a response. Uh, come in. Uh, open the door, let everyone else file in, hold the door for everyone. Oh, good. You see Audrey there, and she clearly has not slept at all. She has a bunch of things. <laughs> it looks like she has the beginning of a of one of those papers with the strings on a corkboard kind of thing. It looks like she has the conspiracy. first conspiracy. Yeah. Built con- conspiracy things, but it's it's like basic. There's like a couple of drawings and maybe two strings and pins so far. Right. As, as she's trying to figure something out. Um, you see the only notable thing that you see there is that written there's it says Evandro with a question mark. But it, it looks like she's been just like up all night, probably doing some paperwork and just starting to like figure out what what went on. Um it probably was a sleepless night for her and for Antoine. So well, we've goes, had some we've had some findings. It's Audrey. Uh, I guess, as you know, uh, Evandra Vasta was the unfortunate soul transformed into the beast. Uh, each of our groups found that he's worked at both of the taverns within in town at some point in the past. Just known to be a loner floating between jobs. Yeah, you you can you divulge the information that you have gained and explained previously. Yep. Um, okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Once, once you explain something like that, you can just say, I tell her the information that I also told to such and good, such. Because I have a to lose track of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you brief her on the information. and info dump the character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she says, oh. <laughs> oh, that's... That, that's a lot lot of good good information. Oh, oh. Oh, sorry. Um what were we what were we talking about? Oh right, so yes. What what do you need from me now? Uh we wish to check the town records, uh, find the address of uh, Mr. Vasta, see if we could check his house or wherever he was staying for any further clues. Captain Antoine mentioned it was on the outskirts somewhere, but he wasn't quite sure where. You need you need Evandro's address? Yes. Um, oh, all right. Uh, come with me. Uh, she looks kind of out of it. You can assume that out of game mechanically, she has a point of exhaustion, right? She stayed up right. all night doing everything, um, which means she has disadvantage on skill checks. Um, so you guys may want to help her out if if you begin searching for something. But she takes you down into the 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 hall of records and she says, 
into the records hall and she takes you to the property area and she says, all right, so we need, we need to find Evandro's, his, his, his abode. Yeah, and if there's any record of the Rafe Wadron guy. Oh, yes. What, why don't, why, why don't I find what, what I can on Rafe and you search through, through, through here. Um, uh, looks to her and he says, you, you don't look so good. Are you sure you're all right? Just, yes, I, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Here, here, I'll, I'll help you out. And they go and they go looking for that. So it's you guys in Haza, Haza looking for the stuff. What do you do? Uh, so what does the sort of records room look like? Bookshelves. Bookshelves? Yeah. Okay. Um, they're like classic metal and wood wire framed library shelves. Like what you would see at a local library in the 90s. It's that kind of deal. So, yeah, it's just, just files and such. Uh, are they labeled in any way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're labeled. Um, yeah. Looks like they're zoned alphabetically and by by section of the of the city. Uh, yeah. So you'll probably need to. It looks like it's divided into six sections or so. So you'll need to figure out which section it is. Okay. I. Uh, just grab a book from whatever the closest section to me is. All right. And open it. I assume you're all doing this, so can I have all of you roll investigation checks? Who wants to have guidance? Who's closest to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hit seven. Yeah. I'm just tapping Cirilla and giving her guidance so she gets an extra D4. Okay. I, I am looking with Guido and I roll an eight. <laughs> Ooh. I have. I have a 22 for Lysander. Yep, let's call that one in. With <laughs> 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 guidance. <laughs> All right. Uh, 7, 8, 7, 22. Uh, Hasta. Also 14. Yeah. Lysander, you pick up. Yeah, as you're looking, you notice that there's also a master ledger. The rest of you, like, don't even, like, figure out the organization system. You, It's, like, kind of alphabetical when it's in there, but you're not sure exactly what it is. But, yeah, Lysander, you realize that there's a master ledger that has everyone's name, not as much detail, probably. It's a thinner book, but that'll have everyone. Yeah. Excellent. A proper organizational system. I'll look through that for Evandro first before looking for any record of the Rafe Laudrin. All right. Um, or actually uh, backwards. Do Rafe first since nobody seems to have heard of him. I don't really expect to find anything about him here. Uh, we'll coast off of your last roll. You do not find anything. Yeah. About Rafe? Okay. Yeah. And about Evandro? You find Evandro's ward. He's in ward two, which is the north Cardinal Directions East portion of the city. Okay. And that will have its own section 
With more details on address and everything? Yes. So there are six wards. Valeveran, Cirilla, and Guido, you all picked up the wrong books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. The master list here says that we want to be searching through ward number, the records for ward number two. And we should be able to find uh, more details on Mr. Vasta within that collection. Roger. Hatsa. I believe takes... that should be that shelf over there. Mm -hmm. Hatsa walks over, she grabs it, and she says, Ah, here we are. Ivandro. Well, what does this say? And as you look over her shoulder, you realize that there are small, like, maps, kind of. So as opposed to having addresses, then it has, like, a location for each person's abode, basically. And it, or more of a, like, a A, like a letter number grid system. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it says, like, Avandro is B14 or whatever. So it's high up and over to the right. But you you now can figure out pretty much where it is. Oh. I'll just pull out my notebook, note that stuff down, note down the map and sure. where um, we're looking for. Is there mm -hmm. any other information about Ivandro in there? Just like, were they keep anything like employment records? Uh, I know I said most of the stuff was minor, so probably no jail records. No, it's just... It's mostly property stuff. Um, Any notes on family, relatives? Date of birth, mother's maiden credit card number. Uh, make an investigation check. That is a 21. Uh, as you're looking around the information, you notice that a lot of the other names do have next of kin things, other people living in the town. Mm -hmm. And... His doesn't have any. He, it does mention that he moved in about five years ago from a yeah. different town. It doesn't say where. So. It seems Mr. Vasta truly was a lo loner. From out of town, moved uh, quite a, wh a while back, and just never seemed to make connections here. Always an outsider. Well, we have the location of where we're looking for. Shall we check in with Audrey? Oh, yes. Uh, let's make sure she's all right. You hear a crash from the other side of the of the room. Oh, no. Uh, uh, jog over them. Yeah, she she's on the ground. There's a couple of books on her. She's, no, I, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, uh, Nakano says, I, I think it would be best if you went to bed. She's like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I... I, I'm fine. Uh, I, I quite agree, my dear. I believe the city needs you in the best shape you could be right now, and it, you appear to be pushing yourself a little too hard currently. Make a persuasion check. 19 for persuasion. She seems to resist it for a second, and then she says... Uh, you're, you're right. I do have quite a headache. All right, I... Did, did you get what you needed? Yes, we found Mr. Vasta's 
address, we'll be heading out to check that location. All right. If if anything happens, I'm I'm going to stay here, but I I will sleep. I have I have a cot in my office, and if if you find any information, let me know. All right. Yep, we'll update you and Captain Antoine should we find anything. And don't don't be afraid to to wake me up. It should, it, it'll be fine. Yep, no more work. Come on, rest now. I highly recommend delegating. It makes paperwork quite a bit easier. You uh you you help her upstairs. You 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 don't 100% trust that she would just go to bed on her own. So you you help her get into the cot, and when once she's in bed, then she's she's not gonna fall asleep while you're there. But yeah, you can see that like it's it was welcome, and yeah. Now let's talk to that dragon in the corner. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mondays, right? <laughs> All right, what do you guys do? joins the party. Uh, yeah, so heading out to uh, the Upper East Side. Yep, heading toward two, following our map and directions to Ivandro's house. The worst part about that was your smirk, Gordon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you guys head to the Upper East Side, and... There it is. um, You find the house that you said. It's a very simple house. Just... You can see that there's a few of them around. It's not just like an alone house, but there are... Remember, there are medieval-style buildings here, like that classic German white with the with the wood trusses and the brown roof. These are basically yeah. just like thatch houses, basically. Or like wood houses. And they are houses. You, you find the one that appears to be his. The door is closed. Uh, the windows are closed. And yeah. There's no answer. Um, oh, you're you're not a rogue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it it is locked. Are there windows? Uh, just I can look inside. Yeah. Yep, I'm doing that. Uh, there are nice. there are curtains on the windows. <sighs> Aw. Fair enough. <laughs> and they're they're all. It looks like you may be able to find a crack in one of them. Maybe. Well, okay. I, I, I glance briefly at a couple of the windows. Make and any... notice that most of them have curtains. Okay. And I don't pursue it any further than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You guys think we should... Alright, get in the house or talk to the neighbors. Well, I think we do have official permission to investigate the house. I think we're 
There shouldn't be any issues with us going in. Is there a backyard? It's kind of a a housing block. Right, so there's like a it kinda of looks like a like a KOA setup, right? Where there's like a cabin, then on the other side there's another cabin. And then there's a couple more in like a group of six or so, and then there's like common areas. Like there's a a field in the middle of the almost common. So there's there's really only the one way in. How That's sturdy does break it? Yeah. How sturdy does the door look? Oh, normal. It's it's not super well made, right? It's not like a reinforced yeah. door or anything. Um, little effort, and you probably could break it open. Like, is there a second floor? There's not. Oh, looks like that's how we're getting in. Uh, anyone care to give me a hand with the door here? Just as I, I say, getting ready to brace and uh, hit it with my shoulder. We do help. Uh, Nakono, Nakono looks at you guys and he says, I, I could do it. I am <clears throat> rather strong. Oh, oh, be my guest then. Um, you look as Nakono kind of, like, just, like, looks down for a second, then he goes, and you see his veins pop out, his muscles get a little bit bigger, and mm. he goes, and he is raging, giving him advantage on strength checks. Uh, that's a 19, so, yeah, he breaks the door off its hinges, and it, it falls down. <laughs> Harry Potter one style. <laughs> oh, not bad. Excellent show of strength. Everybody make a perception check. I make two. Seventeen. Fourteen. Thirteen. That's a nat one for a total of five for Lysander. Lysander's mesmerized by. Shows. <laughs> yeah, too excited. Good show, old sport. No, we're just establishing allergies for everyone in the party. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. Um, yeah, so you're you're just kind My of allergies, like oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> was it was Cirilla was allergic to something, right? No, uh, Valeverin's allergic to hay. Oh, yeah, you're apparently. allergic to hay. That's um, you know. Fun. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to make Lysander allergic to dust, because um, <laughs> that would just be too much of a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the first thing that hits all of you is the smell of this cabin. It is a smell of rot and mold and mildew and the the air as you begin to look in is is very almost damp coming out of it like it's a very humid air coming out and you can see little not quite upside down style but like you do see little flakes of stuff just kind of floating around in the air. With a 17. 
Yeah, so Cirilla, as you look into the house, then you can start to see that there are these this orange-red mold growing everywhere, and it's got little spores coming up from it, uh, little funguses and such coming up from it, and yeah, this looks like it has been like this for for a long time because this mold has come to dominate everything. If it if it weren't there, then the room would just be super simple. It's got chairs and uh, just like a chair and a table and a basic stove and a bed. It's just a, just one room. It's but yeah. So this is red orange. Right, I, I want to use the word crimson because crimson is such a bold red, but it's not like blood red, right? It's more of like a red orange. Mm. Or orange red, or whichever Crayola crayon was more red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it smells gross. Gross. Wherever Alfonso's been for a while, I've had to be here. Uh, what do you do? Uh... I stay a healthy distance away outside. Okay. Yes, that cannot be healthy in there. If it was an infection of some sort he had, it's possible he was there once, but now it's a little too dangerous for anyone to go in. There might be information on the inside, though. I feel like we at least need to send someone in. Okay, you first, Mongo. Uh, no, we uh, there is a better idea than that. Guido, you you are quite resilient mm. to infection, are you not? Guido is in fact quite resistant to infection. Uh, could you please take a look inside, see if there are any documents, any letters, anything of a sort that might tell us just what uh, Evandro's gotten up to here? Guido will check. How do I do it? Um, what do I say? Make an investigation check for me. 13. I discover everything. <sighs> As you look around, then, uh, stepping on the inside, you can see just how bad it is in here as far as how much this this um, fungus has taken over the room and you look in one of the corners of the room and you see that it's like a full pile, probably two feet high at its tallest that then slopes down and it's just the same red stuff and it's all just floating around in the air and probably wouldn't be super good if you breathe it in, but you don't need to breathe so doesn't matter. And as you look around, you begin to search, search around. You, at one point, you accidentally uh, get some of the mold on your hand, and it it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't seem like it it matters, at least for you, when it touches you. And as you look around, you find like all kinds of little things you do however find one letter that looks to have this red stuff on it but 
looks to have been used recently. Okay, I'll grab that. I want to make sure that I at least pick up a sample of whatever the red stuff is to bring back. Okay, make a nature check for me. Five. <laughs> a hard five. You you don't really have anything on hand to capture the to capture it. So how would you like to take it out? Hmm. Well, I have a strip of enemy banner. Just in my item list. I guess I'll just uh you know, wipe a little bit off there and then scrunch it up into a ball and put it away in my pack. Okay. Sure. Um, you don't get that much, and it's you disturbed it pretty good when you when you picked it up, but but you have it, and uh, you can just mark down red spores. Red spores. Okay. Uh, yeah. Grab that letter as well, and uh, get out of it. All right. All right, team, bad air. Red mold all over the place. Guido brought back a letter. Let's see if there is any on, uh, did any of the mold stick to Guido, since we're being very careful about this? Um, no, it doesn't look like it took. I'm maintaining a healthy distance for Guido as well. At least six feet. <laughs> <laughs> At least six feet. Keep me to it. Uh, while Guido was in there, could I have been ritual casting detect magic? Uh, sure. Just doing whatever analysis I could from the outside? Sure. Uh, Guido was probably in there for, yeah, probably about ten minutes. So yeah. You... Look, you... You need to get a little bit closer to the house. Yeah. Just close enough for it to be within within 30 feet of me, so... Other than... It does emit a magical aura, the... the mold a little bit, but it doesn't seem to be like a specific school. It's more just magic-y. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slight inherent magic to it. But nothing, uh, at least distinctive, from simple checks I can do here. Like Guido said, he found a letter. Yes. Hand it to Lizard. Uh, if and it's, if it's we covered, don't got a sample of the red. If it's covered in the mold and spores, I am not going to touch it. It. <laughs> All right. Guido. Guido opens the letter and reads the letter. All right. The letter is what we're going to start with next week.